This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to be answering a couple of questions from the Facebook group. Um, they're really good questions. And um, I don't know, I guess just warning that we're about to talk about body parts very frankly. Just, just, it's it's not really bad, but <laughs> it's bad enough. Yeah. If you have a child, you, have a child, you, you might, might want to listen to this first. before you let yeah. your child listen. So we won't Or, get- or your Whoever. Whoever. Who, yeah. Okay. We won't go into too much detail, but right before this, ZD and I were discussing current events. Okay. The Olympics are going on. Yes. Or, well, they're over. They're just finished. They're over. They yeah. just finished. And there was an athlete. It was reported on several Cross news Cross-country skier, I think. Who? Was, no, some, I don't know. Some, some sort of skier. Some sort of skier. Who well, froze. His penis froze. Yes. Well, and the thing about this is. They had even delayed this race once because of frostbite issues. Yeah, yeah. So you know, a, saying I, the wind chill was really bad, and then they rescheduled it. But it was real, still, you know, there was still a lot of, like, wind chill issues. Okay, so I read one article. It wasn't very good, so I looked for another one. I read another one. <laughs> and apparently this happened to him before in, a, in another race. How's he said it to me is, like, the way you said it was, like, apparently this hat or a penis froze in 2018. I was like, like a different one attached to a different person. And you're like, no, same person. Right. So I say if I had a penis once would be enough. I would learn. I would learn, you know, I would like, I would make a garment for it. Yes, you would. I would know how to do that. Some some, uh, insulation. The way he thought it was with the heat pack. And I thought, why not wear a heat pack the whole time? So anyway, the funniest part about all of this is ZD and I, we we will catch up to test the microphones. Ha ha, you know, we're talking about this or that. Family stuff, whatever. What are you cooking for dinner? I don't know. Then ZD looks down at her phone and it's been recording (laughs) our whole penis conversation (laughs) (laughs) luckily in a text message to me and not like to i don't know something like i don't know like you're i don't have anybody in my phone that that would offend i don't think (laughs) not anymore you don't have any like sensitive you know like business contacts (laughs) no but i you know i used to work for this one woman and people used to tell me if she really knew i was like i'd get fired yeah yeah yeah, absolutely she knew the things i said like you know in my car on the way home or something i think that since we've already said like it's this episode if we said that we can say the next we can say the next thing yeah the episode's slightly explicit we have a buttonhole question. Every time we get a buttonhole question buttonhole, quest, on Facebook, right, someone will answer in the comments. And I don't know. I'm not sure who did it this time. But don't be offended by this. It's a different. Everybody, someone, and it's not always the same person. Someone will always say, 
When I first read that, I thought you said butthole. Every time. Every time. And it's a different it's a and different then, person well, posting. It's a different right. person reading. And then somebody else will say, yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, oh I, yeah, I read it wrong. No, every time I see buttonhole, I think buttonhole. Here's something like, buttonhole question. And they're like, oh, I thought they said a buttonhole question. And I just, I think it's hilarious. It's almost as good. Well, I don't know. It's almost as good as uh, something I've really loved in the group is when people are like, I misplaced X. I misplaced my pocket. I misplaced my scissors. Right. Can you all tell me where it is? Right. And they ask the people in the group, and I just love that. Okay, so without further ado, Susan asks. A butthole question. <laughs> Buttonholes. Colon. Ha, ha, get it. Uh-huh. Get it. Buttonholes. What is the secret to the top one on a shirt or a skirt? My buttonholer works perfectly for all others, but get stuck when there is a collar or waistband right next to where the hole has to be. I generally do the buttonholes second last uh, before the buttons and then done. Any suggestions? So what Susan's coming up against is she does all her buttonholes on like a placket or like on the edge of something that's fairly. Or when this happens, yes. Flat. And it's all, so it's all good for a while. And then she comes to a lump waistband collar that has, you know, so lots she, of variation. So what she's coming in up, upon mm-hmm. is an uneven surface. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, when she says near a waistband and all that. So it's a waistband or another seam or something. And that is what happens. What what do you do, Mallory? Well, first. Put a snap there. No. First. Yeah, forget about it. Velcro. Glue it. No. <laughs> Don't hook, make that kind hook of an stuff. Hook an eye. Yeah, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> well, Leave it open. Okay, I must say, though, I do, I do. before I say this, we have a really great episode and blog post about buttonholes. Yeah. You, if it, you go to sewhere.com slash buttonhole, okay, not so. Oh, my God, maybe I should make a, a click. <laughs> I should make a quick link that sewhere.com slash buttonhole. Oh, I won't do it. There's I won't do, an O-N in it. Yeah. It's buttonhole. Buttonhole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you if you go to sewyear.com slash buttonhole, you will find like lots of our biggest tips. We've been told by several people that this podcast episode blog post is life changing. Yeah, I, it's full I of think really it's good one tips. of our best informational okay. uh, So there's podcasts. that. Yeah. But this I think maybe this is a part we didn't particularly cover. Um but I do want to say, since you bring it up, if you're not gonna button the top yeah. collar like yeah. area of your shirt. You don't have to put a buttonhole there. That's right. Like, like no one is um, going to uh, police you, you know, right. about that. So I do, I do want to say that. I that's a that's a good point because a lot of people don't button all the way up to the no. collar. Well, uh, like, and if you, know? you have ever noticed on ready to wear, a lot of times on a button down shirt, the top button will be smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And that is part of the reason. It's you know, it's less obtrusive, I guess. Or yeah. 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 You know, but I think Mallory's right. And if you watch this Perry Mason ep- episode. Are you watching the new Perry Mason? <laughs> no, I'm watching the old one. Oh my gosh. Okay. So okay. <laughs> so there was this fashion designer, right? And like she got killed and she what happened is her assistant was trying to actually kill her the fashion designer's husband's mistress, okay? And 
she acted like she couldn't get a button on this cape. And so what she did is she made, you know, she had a, like a fashion brooch. And so if you do that, you can put poison on the pin. Yeah, absolutely. And kill somebody if you want. Okay, so here's the deal. Don't use buttons. Use pins so that you can kill your enemies with. All right. So, yeah. So what you want to do, Susan. Mm-hmm. It was Susan. Yes, yes, very good. Okay. Who, who, Melissa Kathleen. <laughs> what was the name of that? I don't. It was. It's Melissa Kathleen. I think she listens like regularly, so I hope she gets a laugh out of that. (laughs) Anyway, um, you want to try and even it up. Yeah, the surface. Uh, The surface, or you know, level. So the foot is is always going level. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even possible. I mean, I'm gonna say obviously Susan has like other things figured out if her other buttonholes are going well. Right, okay. right. So that's the first. She listened to the first so she, episode. Yeah, but so she, she needs to do some prep work. This is all like before the sewing. Right, right. And I guess you know if you're in a, I mean, you need to. You're gonna have to practice, practice, practice as part of what you're gonna have to do with this or experiment, experiment, whatever. But you may need to put. You know, tear away under part of it and, and double it up under part of it or something like that to make this level because it's that lump is getting in your way. Yeah. Okay. And what I was going to say, another thing is beat it down really hard. Okay. So that's what I said. Right. right. That, and that we do that especially like on jeans. Okay. That's other, hard to do on yeah. a fine fabric because yes. you, you, you'll bruise the fabric and it'll yep. never be the same. So a few people also said, and I don't know, you know, right. Susan, no, no offense meant here, but do make sure that you're trimming and grading the yes. seams properly and that's what will make them yeah not have the bulk it will have like and even if you're so if you trim and you trim everything at the same length or distance away from the seam you'll get a big lump right so when we it say grade grade right. means a gradual uh so each layer is a different length basically. yeah so you might i think that i had this uh misconception when I first started doing like waistbands and stuff I was like let's just try and trim all the bulk we can away and it's like okay yeah we want to reduce bulk however when you grade it it looks better not only from like a buttonhole perspective it looks better from the outside you don't have like a lump at the seam so that's what grading is. It makes a transition is what it does between levels. Yeah. Um, And like I said a lot of this is is practicing how to do it too and so I guess what I, I would say, if you're really afraid, if there's something you're afraid to stitch on, I would mock up that Make piece. Make a sample, yeah. Exactly the same and see how it goes. Okay, and I'm so sorry. I mean, yeah, we're telling you to, like, make a shirt collar. <laughs> well, you don't have to make a whole shirt <laughs> yeah, collar. Yeah, I, I mean, know. You know yeah, it's still but, in the butt. But, <laughs> um, and, you know, there are some fabrics, okay, depending, you know, if you're following a pattern, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you may have picked a fabric that is thicker or not the same as what was used. Very true. Okay, in that pattern that's giving you those instructions to put that button in that place. So you may have to opt for something different, like a snap behind a button. Mm. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So I don't know if you know that trick. Yeah, I love that trick. So, love that. And that's a very, very common couture oh, yeah. trick. Is In fact, they not only have a snap behind the button instead of you know doing the buttonhole, they will have a snap between each button yep. distance yep. so that it doesn't pop open. And well, we've also talked about a backwards button on 
so there's this you can put right. the snap between or you can put a backwards button that where the button is a on button the behind inside. it yeah right, right. Uh, so hammering let's just go back right, to hammering right. on jeans mm-hmm. freaking go for it and, and on jeans you can truly use a hammer yeah a okay. hammer just go for it right. be careful of your service don't hammer on like your i don't know three thousand dollar like sewing table like yeah. go do it actually you should have a few you should have a block you of wood you should have a few blocks of wood scrap wood in your sewing studio anyway for various things okay so if it's not jeans what you can do you can use your two scraps of wood to sandwich and also like put felt right. you know or like a different fabric or something like distribute that and susan said okay i'll go buy a mallet good point susan yes mallets are good yeah. for all, all sorts of stuff right. and, you know you know there's kitchen mallets mm-hmm. too okay like a little that are, softer that, right. like yeah sometimes you can use just a piece of wood okay you can take that piece of wood and and you know Stomp it down, tromp it down. Yep, yep, you can. You can just kind of like tamp, tamp the right. bulk of the fabric down. So, but yeah. I mean, I've used a book before. Okay, if you're doing this on like silk. Right. Okay. Well, first of all, you might not have as much trouble, you right. know. Interfacing, though, will help with this too. I'm picturing, for some reason, I know you said waistband. I'm just picturing a shirt collar. I keep for some reason. a shirt band too or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm just picturing a or, shirt. Or a cuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, But interfacing in that situation, like using the cotton organdy, I feel like has helped me a lot. It just helps things. And then if you are, I don't know exactly where this is getting messed up in the process of the buttonhole, but I will sometimes help my fabric along. Yes. Very gently. Like, I'm not right. pushing and pulling. You're guiding. But I'm making not, sure right. it's progressing. You know. Uh, so you've already yeah. tried a few buttonholes, yeah. too, to know what that feels like. Right. And I am more, I'm just more confident, you know, in that. Um, the other thing, and I know you said you've made all these buttonholes and you're accomplished. And you would get this, ha, ha, if you, anyone who listens to the podcast about buttonholes, I never not use stabilizer behind a buttonhole. Yeah, yeah. Never. Okay. The other thing, too, is your thread may make a difference. Now, we make our buttonholes with embroidery thread. Yeah. It's finer. It lays better. And honestly, it will make the buttonhole nicer, and it will flow better. If you're using construction thread, it piles up, you know, yeah. where the, the, the embroidery thread does not. Yes. No, you're very correct. Okay, so... I said, oh, you got this figured out in other contexts and other, you know, fabric right. applications. But you're right. The I think one of the biggest things about our recommendation is, the, like, the lighter weight thread. I do, too. I think that a lot of people see buttonholes that have been made on very specialized machines right. with really thick thread. And they think, I should go use thick thread. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, a high-quality polyester embroidery thread is going to give you a really strong, nice-looking, yes. well-executed buttonhole yes. that you may not have expected. Right. Right? Okay, because you were like, I think that it should look like this buttonhole on this leather shoe or something. Yeah, well, yeah, you know? yeah. the only time I don't u- don't use a um, an embroidery thread on a buttonhole is if I'm doing a bound buttonhole or I do a hand-sewn buttonhole where I want that bulky, like, what, what should I say, um... Hey, funny story. Graphic look? Yeah, yeah. Sort of that, that, you know, chunky look? My first pair of ginger jeans, I did a hand-bound buttonhole. Hand, 
bound bound's not the right sorry yeah, just hand sewn. stitched sorry mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so like the blanket stitch like the buttonhole right. stitch right and there was like this was kind of early on with us being active on instagram and this woman was following us and she's, i was like look at this is the buttonhole i chose right. to do you know and partially it was because i was a little like i don't want to do this on the machine i right. want to screw it up you know do it by hand and she like argued with me that i should not have done a buttonhole by hand because it won't be as strong and she like unfollowed us <laughs> So uh, any buttonhole can be strong by hand or not. You just want to make sure, you know, you are doing it in a way that will be, what What do I want to say? Strong, not strong, but wearable and, and I mean, you know, your buttonhole last. shouldn't get like that much stress on it. Well, I was going to say, if the buttonhole's getting that much stress, you have made your pants yeah. too tight. You made your pants too tight or your buttonhole too small. Right, or, or your button's yeah. too big to the hole right. or whatever. Something, something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Now, there are or buttons. sitting in the wrong place. Yeah, there are buttons, like, you know, there are crazy buttons out there that have, right. like, sharp yes. crystals on them yes. and stuff, yes. you know. Um, and in that case, maybe you want to do, like, a bound buttonhole. Bound buttonholes are fun, too. Right. Um, uh, once you kind of get the hang of them. So, anyway, yeah, that's those are our tips, Susan. Other people said, you know things about right. the trimming and whatnot and i just said hammer that thing or uh, yeah if you mash it nicely yeah um like i said it it, it should work and, i can't believe and I'm, you don't want to hurt your fabric no but i can't in jean sewing and actually we're going to come to a jean sewing question and after don't this. press it with a hot hot iron i don't know if anybody mm-hmm. said to okay. do that mm-hmm. okay but it's really not the thing to do okay really not that will start to contort the fabric okay yeah so you're working in heat as well as pressure and it can do other stuff okay great uh let's take a pause real quick and come back and answer our other question hey ZD, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you the leggings expert well yes mal that's why we produce the made to measure leggings class I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. And Mary Harmon, there are no dumb questions. That's you are right. Correct. I love, no, I actually love this question. And I didn't see that she had like appended that on the end of her question, oh, it, you okay. know, like at first, but I love this question. I Mary- almost hate when somebody says, this question's really dumb. And I'm like, no, it's not. Or you wouldn't ask it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, no, the dumb person doesn't ask. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It's, there's no <laughs> dumb questions, just dumb people. I got a dumb story related to this. Okay. Mary says, Help. I'm trying my first pair of jeans. I was going to serge the edges of the pieces, but how do you do that without losing where all your notches are? No dumb questions, right? This is a great question. There are a lot of answers to it as well, like a lot of things to take into account. So I'm just like so glad that you asked it, Mary. So um, uh, one of my answers would be Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, especially on jeans. Yeah, Sharpie lo- the on jeans. I love the Sharpie love the about shit jeans. out of that. Like, yeah, ballpoint pins, Sharpies. Yep. Like the yep. worst thing I ever used though was I used like a, ch- a kid's like it was a Crayola water marker. Mm. And it all comes off on yeah, your hands. Yeah. Like a, don't it use just, that. Okay. You're much there better you off with a permanent marker versus something like that. But um. You can do uh, anything. Okay, so you can do anything. But I will tell you, a pencil or or a Sharpie is probably your best bet, honestly. Especially if it's not going to show. No, and and jeans are tough and rough, and and if you just mark it with chalk, it can fade. Yeah, it can. You know, um, I liked using the, the fancy iron away marker but pen for like doing things like the pocket markings because it went away but man if i don't have to have something go away right i will use a permanent thing we have like some weird calligraphy marker up here Uh uh, yeah i end up using it for stuff i'm sure it's like really expensive like like 20 (laughs) dollar marker or something (laughs) and we're 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 just like marking on the inside of our clothes with it yeah we're marking halloween costumes right exactly so okay but there are a couple other things with notches, and I think this is becoming, like, really widespread in the indie sewing community, and that makes me very happy, uh-huh. like, in the contemporary sewing community. Notch in. Well, I clip in. Clip. I don't even notch. Well, okay, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. we sell the pattern notcher, and, and some, clip, yeah. or what, a cut yep. in. And, he, and a lot of people notch in. Uh-huh. That's not a, that's that's actually kind of an old thing. Yes, like yes. used to do. It's, yeah. Um, but, uh. Because it was easier to notch in. But I like to just make a clip. Yeah, ZD yep. just clips. Okay, if you do that, but then people are like, Mallory, she's still surging. What, what's going right. to happen? If you are finishing a pattern piece before you sew it together, which we'll get to the part where right. we talk about that. If you do that, just don't shave anything off. And 
I can still tell where I've notched. I can still tell too. Yeah, but yeah. but if if you can't, mark Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, then Sharpie. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm telling you. But like, I yeah. have done that many times where I've notched in uh-huh. and I have finished something ahead of yes, sewing yes, it together, yes. and I can still tell. Or you're saying clip in, just do a little clip. You could technically like notch, so yes. you'll surge over air and for like a can, millimeter. You can, if you, you do know. a notch, it might. Be better if you search. I'm telling you, Sharpie. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I would, I would do Sharpie for efficiency purposes. Yes, yes. And if I, if I, so, so I would probably clip if I was marking in any other circumstance, right? So, say I cut this out and I clipped, and I was like, oh, I want to search. I say, well, I would just go back and mark them right, right where that clip was. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So the only dumb thing you can do, Mary, in case you're interested. <laughs> Pretty sure this person doesn't listen to the podcast, but I was teaching ginger jeans. Oh, no. I do, yeah. And there are notches on the ginger jeans starting kind of like at the, it's on the, it's on the outside because where it is, is it's at the crotch on the inseam. The crotch is a notch, (laughs) kind of, you know. Sure, it is. And then where that is on the side of your leg, at that level, there's a notch and then there's a notch at the knee. The back of the jean is technically a little longer than the front. Okay. So you have to ease in. So you must ease. The back thigh, supposedly. So that's why these notches are important. Right. Okay. And I would remind everyone oh, don't forget, these are important. And they're how they were demarcated on that pattern was a little confusing. I don't think people realized it was a notch because uh-huh. it, it was marked as like a little black rectangle. I was going to say it was, okay. you know, and, and this is, this is one thing with indie patterns coming on yeah. the scene, at least with the, the major four or the big mm-hmm. four or whatever they called them. All the markings were very similar, if not the same. Yeah, yeah. So everyone so has like their own. So a notch meant a notch, you know. Yeah, a every... dot mean, meant a, a, you know, a stop. I mean, right. You know, a broken line was where you stitched, and a solid line was where you cut. And you, so when you get a pattern, you really need to look at their little index. Yeah. You know, they should have a little code someplace. Yes. That says, you know, this is this is your seam line, this is this, this is this, you know, this dot means you stop stitching here or whatever. Okay, so yeah, read the pattern and listen to your instructor. But these notches were <laughs> kind of if it's male or in a weird okay. <laughs> otherwise she'll, and then if this, you don't and listen, I'll tell, she'll broadcast I'll tell about, about you later on the yeah. podcast. Um this person did other like insidious things, so I don't feel bad. Anyway, <laughs> She's like sewing it together, and it was it was just not working. Right. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, you know right. what's going on?" And everything, and I was like, "So somehow I got to ask her, like, did you mark the notch while you were cutting this right. out or whatever?" And she told me no, and I said, "So how do you know where the notch? Where why where did you decide to place this right. notch?" And she was like, well, I don't know. So she's like, made it she up. She just made it up. So that's the only dumb thing you can do is just put a notch somewhere. Well, and I, just will tell you, I will tell you another thing you can do. And I, I know exactly who said this to me. And she was just learning to sew. And I wasn't really teaching her, but I was guiding her. She had bought a, Her dad had bought a machine for me for her uh, birthday. And she was kind of like doing this on her own, you know, but. You know, she'd call me or when I'd see her, she'd ask me. And she said, you know, I saw the side seam. And then when I get to the end, there's something left over. And I just cut it off, even with the the, the hem. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so what Mallory just said was, 
when she said the crotch is like a notch, you know, yeah, the end of where you cut yeah. your pattern is basically <laughs> also a notch. Very okay? good. Those landmark. should match yeah, up should match. too. So what she was doing is she. Honestly, she was just feeding wrong. I yeah. taught her. I taught, taught her, her the ZD handhold. I taught method. her the handhold where mm-hmm. you know her her bottom uh, fabric would, would yeah. not go faster than her top fabric. So she's like, "Oh, oh, well, this is really easy." And then, of course, then she liked sewing even better because yeah. she knew what she was doing. Because then, yeah, and probably your stuff fit. But right. and actually, you know, there were a couple. But points. I thought it was smart that she asked me about that. Yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah. So, um. The other thing that this brings up, though, kind of like side note, okay, so mark your notches in a different way. You can, I don't know if somebody would, like, put a thread tack there. You know, Seems a little thread overkill. tacks are excellent. If you're doing a tailoring ordeal or something, and you need this marked forever and ever and ever, do you know what I'm saying? And you don't want to mar the fabric. Many, many, but for cutting out a pair of jeans, I think it's... I think it's too much work. Well, I think it's unnecessary. A marking on a seam to me doesn't need to be that. It's like tailor tacks to me are things you do like on darts that go into the garment. Right, you know? right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. You know, um, but there we all know there's many ways to mark. Right. You know, right. some I've seen people just put a pin there, and I'm like, pins fall out. Yeah. You know. No, for sure. Uh, so anyway, the. Other thing this brings up is someone was like, don't would, surge. Can I put a notch on your... <laughs> yeah, can I just put a notch? Sure, you can put a notch wherever the hell you want. <laughs> Have fun. You know, good Good luck, you know, with your notches, <laughs> wherever. So someone said, don't surge. Don't surge before you put stuff together. This is, I mean, sometimes, yeah, you don't need to or want right. to. or or So that's that... If Mary has the idea, I must surge before I mm-hmm. seam things together, that's not always true. Right. On a pair of jeans, I would finish the outer. Um, the outer leg. Yeah. Sorry. I don't like outer leg. Is that just what I say? Is that making is that making sense? Okay. I, what is that I what you do? Okay. The outer seam. I The outer seam, I'd surge that ahead of time and seam it. I'd leave it. So that I can alter them in the future or whatever, right? Press right. it open, all that jazz. The inseam, I actually sew that and then surge it together after I seam. Mm-hmm. And I I make a fake flat fell seam, right? Oh, you know, one. so you don't flat fell the outer part now, of the Now, I will tell you, generally. I will, I surge like, um, is it Mary? Yeah, yeah. Mary. Yeah. I, 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 usually, I surge my pieces when they're flat, you know. Before I put them together. Yeah. Okay. Now, not always. Something can change, right? But if I'm going to finish my garment with a serge, I serge those pieces while they're flat before I do it because then I'm going and then I can press them again. Yeah. Yeah. No, so there there are different processes for different types right. of garments. And yeah, you don't have to or maybe you want to. Right. And so you do things to where you accommodate the process or your preference right in okay. fact if you're going to surge them after yeah unless you're going to surge them together i think it's really difficult that's what yeah okay that's kind of a i guess there could be an exception but yeah if i want things finished separately right i would surge them I before would surge first. that, that, that would yeah. be my basic rule. right if i want them finished that would together be the rule that i would break when i needed so, to yeah, yeah right so it together first very yeah that's a that's a good that's like a good point right. um so uh, yeah, that's 
so there's lots of workarounds and and lots of options, and you don't always have to surge ahead of time. Right. And you know one reason it's good to surge them ahead of time? Why? Because some inevitably someone will be like finishing that seam on that almost finished garment. And part of that will get under the serger knife that they don't want under there. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're saying screw up earlier in the process. <laughs> well, it's it's bulkier. There's, Cut the crap well, out there, of you. No, you're totally there, right. It's, no, it's harder. Yeah. There's a lot it of would reasons be, it's bulkier. It's yeah. in the way. You, you're at the end. Oh, you're, you're totally right. You're at the end. You got a lot of confidence. You're totally right. right. Yeah. Oh, one time I had I had a student, and this was really cool. It was a really not our typical customer. It was like this college kid. You know, um, a guy who was on, like, the basketball team or the football team at MU wanted to sew, and he wanted to alter his sweatpants, and he got on the serger and totally ate up, you know, like, a third Half of the back of his leg. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I said, that's a learning experience. It was, del- it, was, um, it was just really cool to see somebody, like, in in our sewing store who was not our normal demographic interested in sewing. It made me so happy. And then, yeah, he did, totally did something. Then, like, that is something we all – have done. It's okay. Don't yep. don't worry. <laughs> but you know, I've also done it and made me sick. Oh yeah. And then though, what has happened sometimes when I've done something like that is then I figure out a solution and I come up with a really good idea that then I incorporate into my go. sewing repertoire. There you go. There you yeah. go. All right. So those are our two questions for this week. We're so grateful that you're listening. We're glad to be back. Life's been a little crazy lately. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're happy well, to be in your ears again. Our weather is amazing. Yesterday yeah. it was 72. Yeah. Right now I believe it is 37 or 36. Pre-blizzard. And it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of snow. Yeah. It's for like, days. And that the same thing happened like last week. Yep. <laughs> We've had in the short month of February three five-day weekends. Yeah. Like yeah. in this. Yeah, exactly. Snow weekends. Yes. Okay, everyone. Well, thanks so much for listening. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.